Recorded with the most ill of intentions from Fort Worth, Texas, it's RoboTuner's Insignificant Podcast. Occurrence 19. Monday, May 18th, 2015. In the year of the creature shown in countless Serta mattress commercials. Yeah, them. Greetings, RoboTuner coming at you from Castle Fujiwa, back again with that no-budget podcasting style for your listening, enjoyment, amusement, disgust, or all of the above. Take your pick. Joining me once again with the sound effects of the sheep, the shoops, is my everlasting romantic life partner, Shelly. Hi. Hi. Greetings. And this week, Kenneth is preoccupied tonight with alphabetizing his sock collection, so... Apparently, he had more pressing matters to attend to rather than joining us, so you should be back next week. Have fun with that, Kenneth. But instead... (laughs) Don't knock it till you tried it. (laughs) But instead... I don't know why you always give him a hard time. He has to have those socks organized. S-S-S-S-S-S-O-S-O. Actually, I think he does it by design or by the length. If it's like his knee highs, he gives it a certain letter... Uh, or if he get, or with his uh, ankle high, or like the time that I'm wearing, like the, like halfway, he's got to put certain le- uh, shit. I've already fucked this up. <laughs> <laughs> certain letters to keep track of him. Don't forget color. Oh yeah, he has a whole grid matrix. <laughs> <laughs> the sock matrix, <laughs> Kenneth. I'd like to tell you about the sock matrix. You want to take the red sock? The red or sock the or the blue sock? <laughs> you are the one sock that was missing in the laundry <laughs> machine that one day. <laughs> and joining joining us in the atrium of Castle Fujiwa this week tonight is Fort Worth's most adorable music romantic couple. Duh. Like, much like Ike and Tina without the bruises, like Sonny and Cheryl without the gender confused child, and like to. M- Jack and Meg, except where there's talent from both members. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I happy am. Yay. <laughs> What's up, guys? The Glad you goes can... wild. <laughs> Glad you guys could both make it. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you yeah, we're really happy us. to be here. Yes, and you are our first <laughs> musical musicians, in which my dog is really taking a liking to Zach there. <laughs> so, yes, we have Rebecca. Hello. And we have Zach. Hello, I'm Zach. yeah you guys are actually our first musical guests that we've had here on on robotuner's insignificant podcast and gave me a good chance to get into practice here on logic pro that's pretty sweet yeah uh we we love playing music and we love podcasts we sure do (laughs) <laughs> yes, you guys have almost taken the same route that my band, The Confounded, did this year with a uh, Fort Worth podcast publicity tour of yeah. 2015. Yeah. That's where we're headed. Yeah, because we've been in, uh, I mean, I, I promote our shows every once in a while. I haven't had any of my members on yet, but uh, we've been, other than here, I've uh, my band's been on Whiskey Boy Radio, Jeffrey the Lord's Funky Town Podcast and Jerry Jones Town Massacre. And you guys have been on all three of those too, mm-hmm. haven't you? Yep, yep, we've made. And then we were like, what's missing in our life? <laughs> on our Robo lives? Tuner. Yeah. Uh, Atypical DFW podcast? Of course they. Uh, yeah, I don't think they really have bands though, not very often. Well, they're on our list. Yes. Watch out, we're coming for you. <laughs> yeah, hear that, Jason? You need to have these guys on. They are badass. Brace yourselves, lads. We'll be playing some music for some of their music for you guys, too. They recorded two tracks before we start. I'll be playing them halfway and at the end for your listening enjoyment. Hey, hey are we live right now? Yeah, we're on Mixler. No, we're not. What do you mean, no, the we're internet's not? internet's down. What? Our internet's down. How do you figure? Because it says limited. Limited. Let me see. Do you want to restart it over there? Mine's still, mine's still going. All right. What? I just... Never mind. Oh, ha, mine's on airplane mode. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> you put. Why did? I was the one that was Surely on the air. Serious. <laughs> I was the one that was on the airplane this last week. Why was your laptop on airplane mode? Well, look what I did. I just gave you a big fat lead into what you want to talk about anyway. I was about to ask, why were you on an airplane? Yeah. <laughs> well, 
like I had been mentioning and going on about for the last month, I had my trip to New York last week, and it was a lot of fucking fun, I'll tell you that. So, as I mentioned before, I went on a business trip. I went for a three or for a three day call. Oh, what's up? Dr. Wiley's in the chat room. <laughs> Just in time to hear the good stuff. Anyway, uh, we uh, that includes you guys too. Don't look <laughs> at him like that. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, I went on a business trip to New York. It was my first time. I loved it, but I sure as hell would not want to live in Manhattan. Hi, Becky. Hadouken. <laughs> anyway, uh, I will say this. Manhattan is not for the claustrophobic. If you don't mind the crowds, it's a badass time. So I checked in on Monday night last week. I stayed right off of Times Square, which is a trip in itself because the images you see online and, you know, on the news and whatever, it doesn't do it justice. You have to be there. Mm-hmm. I mean, being in the middle of all those people and all those all those acts that go and all those acts and all like the landmarks that are just within the, the small, you know, the small borough of Manhattan itself. I mean, there's just so much to see. You don't even have to leave the area. And the first thing I did is I checked out the street performers in Times Square. They got all kinds of people in costume. I must've seen Iron Man, a bunch of Iron Man, Spider-Man minions from Despicable Me, um, Woody from Toy Story, uh, Shit, the list goes on. I even saw breakdancing ammo down there, if you can believe it. <laughs> yeah, so that was cool. I checked, I checked that out, and then the, the, uh, the second night I was there, the 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 guys that actually invited us down for the conference, we went to a place called the Perfect Pint, also in Manhattan, just a couple blocks away from Grand Central Station, and uh, we had happy hour there until about eight thirty at eight thirty at night, which they paid for all the booze. And for all the food. So that, that was pretty kick-ass. I didn't even expect that. They even had their own uh, craft beer there, too. Um, yeah, it's, it's like the bolt, Perfect Pine Golden Wheat, I think it what it, what it was. Not so sure was what, it as perfect as you thought it was going to be? It was pretty good, actually. Um, I had a... Uh, yeah, I didn't drink too much, though, only because it was a company function, you know, unofficial company function. Yeah, because, like, normally you're an alcoholic. Well, if I... I could have gotten trashed if I wanted to. It's not like I had to drive anywhere. That's another three great. Th- that's another thing about New York City. Is you can imagine nobody, or at least those that go into Manhattan or live there, there's no reason to own a car. You just walk everywhere or take the bus or the subways, which I actually did take advantage of while I was there too. I've got a Metro card and I took the subway and that's how I got from my hotel to the conference building. And the subways, I have to say, it was an experience, and they're just as they're just as old and dreary as you see them on TV. But I didn't feel like I was going to be jumped at any point in time or anything like that. So I think that's a big misconception that a lot of people may have had about subways. Like people have about Texas, how we all ride horses everywhere. No, nobody jerked off on me on the subway, Brad. You fucking pervert. What the fuck, man? Ew. <laughs> he just said that in the past. Yeah, that's right. Not everybody in Texas owns horses either. I sure, I sure don't. No, but uh, uh, the subway is cool and... Um, it actually doesn't take too long to get where you're going. They come by pretty often. So, yeah, but even even as, even as so, it's like even from whenever whenever I took the subway, uh, the days that I was there, I still had to uh, walk pretty far just to get to the 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 spot where I picked up and uh, whenever I got off the subway to get back up to the surface. So, what is it? Nothing. Shelley? Okay, you act like you were going to say something. No, I just breathed and then I held it. Because I didn't want to go into the mic. <laughs> you are not ava- invading the show, Brad. You can say as much as you want to. That's why it's a chat room, dude. It's all good. That's one of my friends in the podcasting world, guys, Brad Wiley. He was on Hi, a couple Brad. weeks ago. Hi, Brad. Does he do Brad reviews and albums? Yeah, yeah, he nice. does. He does that, and he does Bropocalypse, Digital Frustrations, and We the Gamer. Cool. Yeah, he's the doctor of podcasting. That's Did you see the video I posted on my Facebook today? What video? Of the shark and the dude petting the great white shark. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. I couldn't stop watching it. I watched it over and over <laughs> again because I was like, I can't even imagine what it would be like to pet a great white shark. 
And that shark was trying to bite him the whole time. <laughs> and he's all, I love you, pet shark. I like to bet you. There are no and sharks in New York. got so close at one point in time that I thought, oh, my gosh, here it comes. He's going to get his hand bit off. And he didn't. Uh. So I just kept watching it and watching it. I was like, that's freaky. I couldn't. <laughs> I don't even know. You couldn't pay me enough to do that. I don't care if I even had one of those like chain link um, gloves on. No, no way. Yeah, but some you got mail. <laughs> some other cool stuff I got to see. I got to see the Thirty Rock Building where NBC is, Late Show Building, St. Patrick's Cathedral, which was breathtaking. They it had some awesome architecture behind it. Uh, let's see. I also got to see the North, the New York Public Library, where they shot the opening scene from Ghostbusters, your favorite movie, Shelley. Yay! Got to see the Donald's Trump Tower, and of course Grand Central Station because that's where my subway stopped. I also got to see the the Nintendo store which I bought a little Pokemon uh, plush for my daughter, and I got your boy, uh, Shelly, a uh, Legend of Zelda Link wallet, chain yeah. wallet. Did you tell everybody what you got me? Yeah, I also went to the Hershey's store, mm-hmm. and I bought these big-ass Reese's peanut butter cups, and I'm making hand gestures like I'm fondling someone's boobs. I don't know why. <laughs> I guess I'm doing that for emphasis for those that are here. <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah, they're half-pound Reese's peanut butter cups. And wow. they're, they're they, yeah, they're like this big around. No wow. shit. They're like the size of a chicken pot pie. <laughs> Pretty much. Like so a, did they make it back in one piece? He didn't like take a bite or anything? Oh, no, they have taken bites. Oh. They, meaning my son and Matt, have snuck in there and grabbed some out of it. I took one small bite. Your boy took more than I'm mine. I'm glad it didn't melt that either. Was, no, no, it didn't. And in fact, it was reasonably, reasonably cool in New York. I think it was 67 one day and like 72 the rest of the time. Yeah, it wasn't too hot. And uh, the last day I was there, I got to meet a Dustin from JJTM. He, it, Ironically, he was visiting his sister and brother-in-law there the same weekend. He flew on on Wednesday. I was leaving Thursday. We fin- I finished like at noon on Thursday, and he and I just ended up traipsing around Manhattan the rest of the time. We actually met our friend, old friend Ted, who is the former guitarist of his old band, Ex Mobius, who happens to live in Manhattan. Or, no, uh, he lives in New York, but I'm not sure what part of it. Um, so, yeah, we just hung out and walked around and checked shit out until it was time for me to get back on my plane. So, it was cool. And the last thing I got, to, the last memorable thing that I saw before I left was Central Park, which that's another misconception that a lot of people have heard, that it's not safe to go out at night. I walked around just fine, like around 8, 8.30 at night, and... Most people, it's pretty well lit. Most people just ride their bikes up and down the trails and, you know, mind their own business. So also a lot of street performers out there, too, both uh, like musicians, break dancers, that kind of stuff. See them on the subway, too. But um, one of the things, what's also unique about Central Park, it is the only place in the entire borough of Manhattan that has an open field of grass. You go anywhere else in the city, you won't find a speck of it or soil (laughs) unless it's in a pot. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely, I, I would definitely go back again. I sure as hell wouldn't want to live there, though. I don't know how the people in Manhattan can can manage just with that, with how close the buildings are together. And one thing, one thing I also noticed about the transportation there, other than it being majority, the majority of, of it being taxis, there are only three color colors that I noticed. White, gray, and black. There is no other. There are no other color colors that I had noticed while I was there, huh. and they are all either um, regular cars like coupes or sedans or SUVs. Hmm. I saw no minivans, and I saw two pickup trucks there. One was a commercial vehicle <laughs> uh, for like a maintenance com- uh, building maintenance company, and then the other one was just a one that I saw down the highway as I was going back to LaGuardia Airport. <laughs> it was from Jersey. Yeah. Had a Jersey license plate on it at least. Too bad you didn't catch a hold of Cash Cab. Cash Cab? Yeah, <laughs> I don't that even. That would have been awesome. I don't even know where they. I don't even know what area in New York that they stay in, or that they frequent. I Maybe think it's Manhattan. just all ever, all over. Maybe I. I didn't take any cabs while I was there. In fact, I only well, took one, and it was from the airport back home because my flight got delayed for two hours. Oh. Uh, yeah. Which that that kind of pissed me that kind of pissed me off because I didn't get home till almost midnight and I was supposed to be home around nine. <laughs> but I didn't want to put Shelly out by driving up to the airport at eleven o'clock at night. So 
I just took a taxi. (laughs) (laughs) And what's cool is that my company paid for everything. Well, everything within reason, like my souvenirs and like the peanut butter cups I use my own money for. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, yeah. The only, like I said, I would definitely, I would definitely go back, and I think I was there for the perfect amount of time. Now, the the only two things that I didn't see that I really wanted to were, um, Nicky Cowboy. And surprisingly, I didn't. I didn't see him in Times Square. That's usually where the he is. Cowboy. <laughs> you didn't see the naked cowboy. No. no. You didn't see the silver guy. I did see. There were some people dressed or, or spray painting in silver paint. Yeah. Yeah, I did take a picture of one of those guys. The ones where they just sit there. Yeah. Like statues, and people tip them. I want that job. Yeah, there, there are people like that in New Orleans and uh, Jackson Square also. Being a human statue is hard. I've tried it. Have you really? really? You've tried I mean, it. He's good at it. Well, I'm I'm alright. I just do it in my like in my room, <laughs> but I haven't like got out and do it. But yeah, like I mean, just sta- you stand there in whatever pose you want to do. Uh, it's it's pretty hard after like 10, 20 minutes. Yeah, like you're, you, you really want to move. You really want to well, move. These guys, they like switch poses and then they like stay in each pose for a few minutes. Mm. I think my biggest problem would be how long I could go without blinking or just like squinting my eyes, unless I was wearing like sunglasses and they were spray painted too. Yeah, like they have those see. too. They have the people wearing those. Yeah, yeah uh, one of those human statues in New Orleans. Whenever I went back in 2004, that's what he was doing. He had a pair of sunglasses on. And oh, and I also stopped by the Midtown Comics, the same one that George Lucas went in two months ago and bought his uh, bought a Star Wars comic, Marvel Marvel comic from Disney comic, Star Wars. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, but strangely, they didn't. uh, I should have asked the staff if they they were there actually whenever that happened. But I I was so fucking tired because that was like the last place that I. That I stopped at right before I went back to my hotel room and I was just drained. See, I told Matt if I had gone to New York, I would go see the shows because. Now, if you were with me or if I had somebody that would was interested in going to the shows, I would have gone to see at least one. Mm-hmm. But since I was just by myself most of the time, except for, you know, the last day whenever I hung out with Dustin. Um, but, yeah, that is something that I would like to go back and see. Um, but, yeah, the two things that I wanted to see, the two things that I wanted to see and. I would have if I had more time were a the Empire State Building, which I could have gone on, but they charge 42 bucks a person to go up at nighttime whenever they have like the, you know, the different colored lights at the very top of it that you see on TV. And uh, two is the Statue of Liberty, only because I wasn't I wasn't close to the dock where you actually uh, where you actually go out to the island to see it. Dustin got to see it, though. He took some pretty cool pictures of it. Yeah, I I think I saw those. Yeah. Yeah, but otherwise, I I would go back. So here's a salute to you, Big Apple, <laughs> our number two most listening fan base, ironically. Which is very strange because I don't know anybody in New York. I know a couple of people that are from the New York area. Dustin's sister lives there, like I said, and her his brother-in-law. Well, maybe they're listening. Maybe they are. Timmy Whitney, what's up, man? If you're listening. All right. So let us turn it over to our guests, the I Happy Am, and we happy are uh, to you have. <laughs> I don't even know if I pulled that right. Pulled right, that off right. Oh, we got the message. <laughs> yeah, and you guys actually came up with your name from what a Walt Whitman Whitman poem? No, actually William Blake. Poem. W- William Blake. That's yeah. right. That's right. I was gonna say either that or Robert Frost. I couldn't remember yeah, which. Yeah, he's, he's a pretty cool dude. I just like him because like he does um, poetry and artwork, which I kind of relate to because like I started doing like drawing and stuff first, and he's a painter that does like he does a lot of cool poems. So I was like, oh, this guy's cool. Yeah, and I saw and uh, and of course I've seen that you're an artist too. I saw I saw your YouTube video with uh, a lot of your sketch art that you also turned into an animation too. Oh yeah, yeah pencil Silver art. Cord, yes. Yeah, that was really cool. That was really cool. It was it was my it was my first uh, animation like that. I've done some other kinds, but this was the first that was like the onion skin, like drawing everything out, like a frame by frame. Right, so. right. And I really have an appreciation for that, especially it's time na- consuming. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, I can definitely I can definitely imagine. I mean, I, when I was in college, I learned about you know two D animation and three D animation, uh, which is time consuming in itself, but it makes it easier because you can plot out everything in advance. Whenever you're hand, whenever you do hand animation, mm-hmm. you don't have any choice but to just you know 
uh, draw frame by frame. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's 30 frames per every second of video. Yeah, but I love the result, though. I like I like doing that kind of animation. Yeah, and what's also uh, funny about that is I, I saw your Facebook posting from the other day about the recycled animation cells that Disney yes. used from their movies. That blew my mind. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just I just remember being like a really little kid and watching that and being like, oh, they reuse those animations. Like, <laughs> yeah, like well, I well, remember seeing that. <laughs> yeah, like the Jungle Book and Robin Hood. That made sense because uh, you know Blue and a Little John. Yeah, the same the voice same actor, character design. Too, yeah, Phil so. Harris. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, and yeah, like I'm the a big dance fan scenes of from those old Disney cartoons. Yeah, and and it also went over to the like the dance scenes from Aristocats and Snow White and. Oh, that yeah, did. I mean, it only makes sense like to recycle stuff, and I do like graphic design too. So it's like yeah. if, if I've done a lot of infographics, if I've already made like a little person infographic, I can reuse that again. Like, why would I start over from scratch when I can just kind of like build off of that? It just like it's a time saver. So I can see where they're coming from. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> so how refresh my memory? And I know you guys have been asked this on your other podcasts, and I'm so sorry if this <laughs> if this we forgive you. Oh, okay. What, Brad? Go ahead and ask your question, man. So, I know that you. T- so, I know that you guys what met at a party, was it? Or well, you met her at a party? Actually, I was doing music at um, a coffee shop at the time with just a different music project, and we were actually filming a music video for that project. It was just Rebecca Elizabeth, and then um, Zach was there. So yeah, the um, Brandon and Jessica, who are the singers and guitar player, respectively, for the Phantom Cessation. Oh, right, your other band, yeah. Um, Even before I joined their band, they, uh, I was their, I was a big fan of theirs. Cause I, I mean, I like their music, and they asked me to come to this this coffee shop. Um, this girl's doing a music video, and uh, and then they like, you should you should do, do poetry. And that was like actually my first taste of the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I did spoken word poetry, and then cool. uh, she walks in in this blue dress, and my jaw hit the floor. It was, she was like, I this, remember. She's I, like I an remember angel, and Aww. and then. Uh, it took a couple of years. We we start we like we we knew each other and we were friends and then, um, like we we nothing really happened. We just talked and I was really scared to talk to her for a little bit, <laughs> and then uh, like we just started hanging out more and texting more and then uh, we ended up getting into a relationship and pretty neat. That is such a cool story. <laughs> it's a lot cooler than ours. We just met online. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the internet is yeah, awesome. Yeah, technology. That's <laughs> the way the world is headed. Oh, I know it. I know it. Okay, so yeah, so that's how you guys met. And uh, how long have you guys actually been collectively uh, doing music together? Um, well, I think we'd like been dating for like a bit, like a, a few months or longer. Um, well, she, she'd been playing music for, yeah. for years. And uh, she let me join her band about a year ago. Was it a year it, ago? And then, and then I love the way you phrase that. She let you join her band. Oh yeah, a year ago. I mean, it's her music. And I don't know why. Like you've been playing like bass, like sometimes for me, but then like I don't know. I was like, do you want to be in the band? Because yeah. like I guess I just didn't want to overwhelm you because I know that he's with the Phantom Sensation too. I didn't want him to like to feel too busy. It wasn't like he was begging me to be in it, and I like kept saying no <laughs> or something. That's what everybody thinks. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No. No. It was just like kind of occurred to me. Well, I don't. I mean, if you want to do it, like I, I'd love to have you, and I happy am so. But yeah, I mean, it works out. Yeah, and it just kind of, like, right afterwards, the band kind of, like, took a different turn because just, like, our chemistry together changed it a little bit, which was cool. Yeah. So I really like where it's at right now. Yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Zach's like, yeah, me too. Don't change a thing, damn it. We're good as a trio. Yeah. It's like that uh, It's like that damn episode of Tenacious D where Sasquatch joins them as their drummer, yeah. <laughs> and they have to kick him out. They're like, sorry, dude. It's like, it's nothing personal. You're an awesome drummer, but the D has just been the two of us, man. I hope you understand. <laughs> and they see him in the club. He's like, tell him it was a friend. <laughs> Actually, tell him it was Sasquatch. <laughs> Sam Squatch. Sam Sam Squatch? What? Sam Squatch. Sam Squatch. We Sam Squatch. Trailer Park Boys. Oh. <laughs> I, I still haven't. I, I haven't got to see any episodes of that it's show. A Sam it's, I know it's on Netflix. Yeah, I see it all the time. Jeff Lord, he, he told me, like, excellent advice. Like, watch the first three episodes and, like, just get past them. Because around, like, the fourth, fifth, you'll be caught. 
You'll, yeah. you'll be like, I don't know. What's happened to be too. Yeah, yeah we've cause been blazing like, through it because it's so funny. Yeah, I almost like I, I just did, almost didn't keep watching after the first episode, and then I was like, I, I managed to make it through the next couple, and then I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, and now I'm, I'm like <laughs> completely stuck, hooked on it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I've uh, I've actually started watching Dare, Daredevil two on Netflix. That show's badass. If you're I, a big fan of Marv, if you're if yeah. you're a big fan of Marvel or DC comic, comic characters, yeah, I'm a few episodes in on Dar- Daredevil. It's better. It's better than the Ben Affleck abomination. <laughs> I, I won't even attempt to watch it. <laughs> yes, Daredevil is badass, Brad. <laughs> so, what do you guys have coming up? You guys have any uh, CDs out na- out now? Are you guys gonna be recording anytime soon? Well, we have our um, well, yeah, we have our debut album, Silver Chord, uh, that we recorded and then released. Um, March of 2014. Yes, and so, yeah, uh, that's been out for a while. Yeah, it's a little over a year. And old. we have all the material and everything ready for the next album. We just need to record it, which we plan on doing sometime this year. Hopefully, this summer we'll get it recorded. Yeah, we're we're working on getting the songs uh, more polished and just getting them ready to record so we can go in with not a lot of hitches. I'm excited. Hitches and I'm, itches. Yeah. Yeah, and plus, I mean, with only the two of you, I can, I can imagine that's got to be a lot, a lot easier too. Well, we're also wanting more parts. We're we're probably gonna ha- get a drummer. Yeah, and I've been playing the piano a lot, which is I don't really have. I've got a couple of piano parts on the first album, but I want to oh, like cool. have a lot more piano. I didn't parts. know you played piano too. Yeah, she's yeah. brilliant. Actually, and the piano is more my main instrument than guitar. Guitar, really? I've only been playing for a couple of years, so. Cool, and then of course you got the theremin, which mm-hmm. you use, which. Uh, you guys are going to hear on the second song, uh, "Flying Machine." That's the th- and again, I'm still surprised that you haven't tried to play "Good Vibrations" on it. Because <laughs> if I ever bought a theremin, that's the first song that I would try to play. <laughs> I, yeah, I'd have. That's I'd what that like instrument is for those that don't know. Yeah, I'd had a lot of songs written that I needed theremin parts for, so I just like I'd had it, like all the parts in my head for a while, and then I finally got a theremin, and then I was just like trying to figure those out because I was like, oh, these these theremin parts have been stuck in my head for forever, and I finally got a hold of a theremin. And, it, so. and it's not something you guys that you would hear in a lot of songs nowadays, which I think that that's what's cool about it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can't help but think of those old 1950s horror movies too, yeah, where oh, yeah. you. Where there's a suspenseful part where the the UFO is coming down, yeah, where the UFO is coming down, or the oh, the damsel is about to get stabbed by the serial killer. Uh, yeah, yeah. Th- those are those are a big um, influence on our music too. So yeah, the theremin was definitely a good good addition to our band. Yeah. So you guys describe yourselves as fuzz folk according to your Facebook page. Is that more of an original term, or is that one that's uh, that's inspired by other groups, kind of like you two? Well, um, I, I, I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of fuzzy. It's more of an original. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would I say really so. Because anything that's else described as fuzz folk. Maybe just, like I think maybe Neutral Milk Hotel was fuzz folk or something, but um, they use a theremin too. Yeah, yeah, but it's not really a lot. It's not that much like Neutral Milk Hotel. It's kind of a different, going a different direction. And our music is maybe has some kind of creepy parts, which like I, don't, I haven't heard a lot in other stuff. So. I guess we're kind of like a mixture. We're, often, we're folk. I folk often say like base. indie folk. Yeah. And well, because like we have we have cute folk. songs too. We have dreamy songs, and then we've got a couple of creepy songs, like something in the water and the prophet and stuff like that. So. Okay, so you guys mentioned the you guys mentioned the different kinds of songs that you guys singing. I remember one specifically song, Zach, that you sang by yourself at the JJTM Night in the Clouds about loneliness it's about cooking two hot dogs on a microwave plate yeah it's 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 called dinner for one that's right that's right i couldn't uh, remember the title that's right the uh the main the like the i guess the main line is uh two hot dogs on a plate and uh it's really um it's a song i wrote back when i was living at my other house and um before we moved to fort worth we were living out in burleson and in Burleson, like we were, we were way out in the country. It was out in the woods, and yeah, I used to live in Burleson, just right north north of it. Oh man, but um, we didn't have electricity. I mean, <laughs> we had electricity barely. We didn't have electricity. <laughs> no, our living room and kitchen didn't have electricity. We streamed it in from the other rooms. Oh really? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> we we had uh, we didn't have internet. We didn't have television. We didn't have barely had electricity, and. Uh, 
I mean, um, electricity and running water were like all that we had, and that we had uh, the air conditioning only worked so much. The heaters we all in, in the hardest parts of the winter we all had to sleep in one room because our heaters weren't working. And we built tent. I built a tent in my room to keep warm. Anyways, um, out being way out in the woods, it was like I don't know. It there was one day that like Brandon and Jessica went to the movies or something, and I was home alone. And I just, I was really lonely. And I just, it felt like being in that room and like with the light on and it was dark and it, it just, it was, it felt like time uh, wasn't passing. It felt like eternity. And I just picked up my guitar one day and I was just kind of, I was hungry. And so I, I cooked some uh, hot dogs and ate them. And then I was just thinking about them and, wrote that song <laughs> and it just came out yeah that that one specifically stuck in my head so is that um is that the kind of theme that you guys go for you know as far as like loneliness trying to find love that sort of thing well i mean uh most of the songs are rebecca's um i i like to my songs which i mean i've only written a few compared to her millions <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i i like to i like songs that kind of sound surface level silly like when people listen to that song different one they think they hear two hot dogs on a plate and they're like oh that's cute funny whatever and then i like a deeper kind of meaning to it and it's 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 more of a morose song for for me at least but it has that surface level silliness yeah that's that's kind of interesting because like our writing styles are actually really different um we've only written i guess was it solitude dude that was together and maybe like pizza boy together but um for the most part, like our writing styles are completely different, but our songs still all sound good. Like we can play a set and all sh- our songs all sound good, like as a set. And so I just think that's interesting that like I happy am is kind of like cross genre kind of, I don't know. We're, we're trying some different stuff. That is really cool. Do you ever find yourself, does Zach, do you ever find yourself opening up for yourself? Has that ever happened? What? I don't, what do you mean? Okay. Well, I happy am opens for the Phantom Sensation. Oh, oh yeah. We've, done uh, that. We, we've, we've played together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We before. do. We've done a lot of shows together. Um, I think that's only happened specifically once. Oh, really? But I, I mean, it's definitely been more than once. We, well, we played, uh, the Halloween. arts goggle. The arts oh, goggle. and Halloween. And okay. Like the, yeah. I was there at the arts Brandon. goggle show. We played at your house, like a few bunch of house parties okay, and stuff. Okay, you're right. You're always yeah, right. Yeah, it's been a bunch of times. <laughs> I'm always wrong. You're always right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even true. <laughs> but, um, yeah, her songs, I mean, they're, she's a brilliant songwriter. And, it, like, it's just, like, she just knows how to work. She's a, I, I, like, I, I think of her as, like, a wordsmith. She just takes her mental hammer and bangs out these super awesome Stop rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> their love bites he's not gonna hurt you yeah, i don't mind Shine. i like dogs <laughs> he likes to gnaw yeah, on I, fingers. I guess uh that's why i started wanting to to play the guitar a couple years ago because i have always been like a i guess more of like a poet than a musician but i but i've always listened to music and really liked it but i was like i kind of want to like go to the next level and actually try to like make these into songs instead of just poems but then once i started playing guitar it's really weird because all of the like the way i write I start with um, the melody first, and so I'll start doing something with gu- the guitar and then write words over it, which you think it would be the other way around since I'm like a, a stronger lyricist than a guitarist, but I, I start with guitar. Yeah, well that's, a, that's the way we start, start mm-hmm. too, in my band, The Confounder. We actually write the music first, then Josh, our singer, goes back and puts the lyrics to the pen. Mm-hmm. Let's see. When are you guys next? Uh, what, Brad? That's not uncommon. Okay. <laughs> It's cool. You're not interrupting. Just trying to find my bearings here. The magic of editing. Oh, yeah. I need to get a drink of water. Damn it, I'm out. Hey, (laughs) did you hear about that guy that went from Alaska to Russia? No, I didn't. What? He he was just trying to get his bearings straight. (laughs) Uh, I was going to say, what do you do? Jump? (laughs) Jump across? (laughs) When are you guys next uh, scheduled to play next? Uh, We are not. Yeah, we don't have anything booked right now. We're just kind of working on our songs. We actually just played on Friday, um, which is um, was like my end of school because I just was in school spring semester and I just finished up. So I was I was super tired when we played that show, but I think it went pretty well. Yeah, that was it was a good show. 
Awesome, awesome. And Zach, with your other band, The Phantom Sensation, uh, you guys uh, you guys played not this last Friday, but two weeks ago, right? They actually the, played yesterday. Yeah, we played yesterday, actually, at the... An uh, actual gig? Dallas Music District Festival. Oh, okay. I didn't even know about that yeah. one. Yeah. And uh, where did we play a couple weeks ago? I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> the, the Cellar? No. Yeah, that, oh, yeah, that uh, was one of... Yeah, that was the one I was originally going to come to, but I've they well, started. I played. It yeah, was kind of, it was kind of like Brandon and then because I opened, the but I I kind of played more by myself with Zach playing on a couple of songs, and so like we didn't do as much of a full, like a band thing. Yeah, okay, and, and that was kind of like Brandon and the Phantom Sensation. Yeah, I see. And it was, and it was like it reminded us like show, Rebecca and, and yeah, I Happy Am. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca and I Happy Am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I almost came out to that show, but I didn't go because the every fucking news station out here was talking about tornado watches oh yeah 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 you should check out the youtube video that of brandon playing his song lovecraft wow it's a good song and and he plays it on the ukulele oh cool and i mean it's that sound yeah it's it's really great i remember that one gig that you guys had back on the week of Ice Mageddon, which you had a gig that was canceled, and you played from your from an apartment. No, that's our house. Oh, that was your. Yeah, that's right, yeah. because you actually live with your band members, yeah, don't you? Uh, Aaron, Brandon, Jessica, and I all live in a house, and then Jesse just moved into a house down the street, and so uh, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, pretty convenient too. Yeah, but we don't we don't really have any gigs coming up. Like we were trying to work on like getting our material together. Like we've been practicing a lot lately, and. Um, just kind of trying to clean everything up so to get ready for recording mm-hmm. i think but um yes. yeah i know how that is recording is a taxing process or can be mm-hmm. but it's so rewarding that's in kind the of end our, that's like our main goal for this year i think yeah uh are you guys booked a time with any studio any particular one you guys are going to go to um or are you going to record yourself not or? particularly um we have some options um like we're um, just getting our feelers up mm-hmm. brandon records and uh also we uh dustin was we've been talking to dustin and uh he told us he actually doesn't have the setup to really do like kind of like good recordings or i don't know besides like jerry jonestown massacre yeah they when when he still had his band i was once eaten and they were active they recorded their own demo Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. demos and so i mean we're just yeah we got our we got our feelers out and uh we're we're not really set on anything yet. At least you don't have to worry about a drummer who takes two years to mix this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about you, Jesse, if you're listening. <laughs> All right. So where can uh? So we're gonna take a break here. We're gonna play a song by I Happy Am called "The Giant," and we will be back with more goodness for your listening enjoyment, amusement, disgust, or all of the above. Take your pick. We'll be right back. Right, pants.
Does he need to go aside? Okay. And we are returned with I Happy Am. That name of that song was called The Giant. And no, it's not the Jolly Green Giant. <laughs> it's not the song that you hear in Demolition Man that Dan Cortez, the ex-MTV VJ, plays at the Taco Bell lobby. <laughs> have you guys ever seen that movie? No, I haven't. It's, it's ridiculous. It really Wait, is. It's, it's old. Demolition Man. It came out in 1994. I've heard of it. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's ultimately ridiculous. I don't remember shit about that movie except Sil- Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes were in it, and that <laughs> one stupid scene that I just that I just mentioned. <laughs> but speaking, <laughs> uh, going back to your music though, we were talking about the we were talking about the hot dog song, and then during the break, Rebecca, you mentioned, or you, I actually thought that you mentioned an actual song. What was it called? Fun on a hot bun or something oh, no, like that? Oh, no, I said that song is Fun on a Bun. That's right, Fun on a Bun. And I thought that you were actually saying that was an actual song that you'd written, maybe in contrast to it, like it was a response song. No, I was describing the song in full. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Zach described it better. Yeah. No, that's, I, actually appre- I, can, I actually can appreciate those, that kind of... Uh, uh, that kind of writing too, whether it's responses to your own songs or somebody else's song, mm-hmm. which brings me to something that I wanted to bring up. I'm not a fan of Taylor Swift, but she's just come out with a brand new music video called um, "Bad Blood." I watched mm-hmm. it today because it was in my. I logged onto my YouTube Ooh, page. So did I. So did I. And I watched it just out of curiosity. Me too. And. Michael Bay may as well have fucking directed it. <laughs> they they threw in like seven or eight pop culture references, like Tron, The Fifth Element, Mad Max. Anyway, I'm not gonna ruin the whole premise of the video. But I'm sure everyone's seen it. Yeah, I uh, haven't seen it. You haven't. It seen just it, it just oh. came out. Not yet. I, the only reason I'm why I'm saying is that is that it. They just released the video yesterday. Oh, it's okay. brand new. So. It's got one. When I watched it, it had 1.7 million views already. Oh, I know. Wow. I know. Wow. Anyway, we'll be like that someday. With that, <laughs> maybe. With that being said, uh, this song is actually a diss song towards Katy Perry. Uh-huh. So apparently, some some shit went on between the two of them. Oh, uh, they dated the same guy, oh. John Mayer. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, I knew that, but I didn't know if that was the specific reason and why then, she wrote this song oh, about her. And then uh, Katy Perry stole some of her dancers. Oh, did she? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Anyway, but okay, so the video came out yesterday, and I've already seen a couple stories where people had asked uh, Katy Perry for an official statement of what of her opinion of her releasing not only the song but the video, and uh, really, she doesn't give a shit. She's just gonna be like, you know, I'm too busy with my own career. I don't think it's about Katy Perry anyway. Well, I don't know if that I don't know if Taylor Swift actually came out and said that herself, or if that's media or her management or record company speculation or commenting on it. Uh, but the thing is, is that I would love to see I would love to see a response song by Katy Perry back to her mm-hmm. just for the entertainment value of it. I mean, because I mean, the, it's been done in the past, but it's um, and there there have been several examples. I mean. Neil Young came out with the song Southern Man, which wasn't even about or even referencing Leonard Skinner, but yet the band Leonard Skinner took it as an insult, and they came out with Sweet Old Home mm-hmm. Alabama dissing back on right. Neil Young. And then he came out and said, what the fuck? It's not even about you guys. Yeah. So there's that. There's also, who can forget the rival between Dr. Dre and Eazy-E, rest <laughs> in peace. Uh, with Yeah, Dr. Dre came out with Fuck With Dre Day on the Chronic album, and then... Uh, because he had that that line in there, like I th- thought it was a sleazy. I thought it was a bitch because I used to hang with Easy, and then Easy E came out with his response song, "Real Motherfucking G's," uh, where he's like, "Motherfucking Dre, motherfucking smooth, motherfucking death row," and here comes my left blow. <laughs> I used to see those videos back to back all the time on the Vox video uh, music video channels, what like MTV's sister music channel where you actually called up uh, an 800 number, actually 900 number, you'd enter in some credit card information, you got to choose three music videos, and they would play them on there. Oh. You guys probably don't remember that, because I think it went off the air in like 96 or 97. Yeah, I never. Yeah. yeah. I would just kid. sit and watch it, because I think when it first came out, it would play the dra- <laughs> the movie, the Dragnet, Dragnet, the theme song to that, and, and my brother and I 
used to listen to that. And then there was, um, they would play Ghostbusters because I'm old and that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. But, that, <laughs> <laughs> but there, there's one other, there's one other example of uh, like diss songs that I, I came to. Oh yeah. Evanescence, Amy Lee wrote, call me when you're sober about uh, Sean Morgan yeah. from Seether, who she dated for quite some time. And, they and yeah. And they broke up and she wrote the song song about him. And then he came out with a response song to that called breakdown Mm -hmm. so it's kind of um, hard not to write songs about other people yeah yeah john lennon all the time would always like really john lennon and paul mccartney competed and then the only like a big example i can think of was like john lennon wrote a a song about like um people writing love songs and then paul mccartney came out with a smash hit uh silly love songs is that the name of the song uh, some people want to fill the world with silly love songs. Yes, that's silly yeah, love songs. and there's also and it's such a great song. And there's also the one by George Harrison. It's only a northern song. That was the song dissing on the Lennon and McCartney uh, machine because uh, uh, underneath, yeah, underneath the contract of northern songs, he didn't get the same amount of royalties that he wrote under that particular ASCAP. Um, label. That's why he had to start his own Harris songs so he could get the majority of royalties for the shit that he wrote. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now here's something interesting. I don't know if you guys knew this, but the police. Mm-hmm. Um, Fuck NWA. What? No. <laughs> Have you seen those shirts? Yes. Yeah. Um, Sting and Andy Summers used to collaborate and then they would get into huge arguments over the situations they would have in songs mm-hmm. that they were writing. And so Sting would go off and he would write his answer to the whole entire situation. And that's where all their songs came from. Huh. Hmm. So makes you wonder about the message in a bottle and yeah, Roxanne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what they say about a hornet? As soon as it leaves its, leaves its stinger, it dies. <laughs> I got something for that. I thought that was a bee. Is it a, I thought it was any creature that had a stinger or any insect. Man, I do not have my crickets up right <laughs> now. I'm sorry. Well, damn you. Because <laughs> that was a the cricket hell? moment for sure. Just, just make, it, just make it yourself. Oh well, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Those are my favorite moments on the show. Yes. So, anyway, I would love to see. I would love to see a Katy Perry response song to. Uh, to Taylor Swift, even if even if she says she's not going to do it, so I'm sure the rest of the world feels the same way. You just got to get their songwriters to do it. Did Did Taylor Swift dress up like a slutty watermelon? Um, no, but she dressed <laughs> up like she was from the movie Mad Max, I see. and she dressed up like uh, Mila Jovovich's character from um, The Fifth Element. Yeah, yeah she cool. sure did. Huh. That opening scene. Multipass. I was M- trying to see. Multipass. See, you have to like uh, admire her because like. I don't know. She she can do whatever she wants, and I feel like that sometimes too. Like I don't know. We can we we just do what we feel like sometimes, even if it doesn't exactly fit with the music. We're adults. Yeah, we are we are adults. Cool. Well, let you got some news stories, babe. I think I you just do. have two today. Um, okay. There was a man in Tampa, Florida, and he's ninety two years old, and his name is Paul Homer Horner. Sorry. And he decided he was going to hire two strippers to entertain him for the night. Uh-huh. And that created issues within the nursing home that he was living. <laughs> and so they had kicked him out. <laughs> they found him in his wheelchair having aggressive intercourse with one of the girls. And another girl was passed out in her own vomit on an air mattress. And there were bottles of vodka and adult toys and a beer bong. Oh I don't want to be drunk too. Holy <laughs> shit. <That> lady. <laughs> he, he grew violent with staff as they tried to break up the party. And he repeati- repeatedly slammed his wheelchair into the leg of staff uh, with the girl still on top of him. And she finally jumped off his lap. He then threw framed family photos at staff <laughs> before they were able to subdue him. I have a question. Does it say how old the strippers were? Um, no. But it has pictures, and they don't look... They look like maybe 30s. There he is. Zach's trying to peek a look here. <laughs> yeah. Bless their souls. It'd be great if it was like 80-year-old strippers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. oh no shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're... Uh, he would... No. <laughs> um, so he's a retired, retired mail carrier and has showed exemplary behavior up until this point. 
Um, and he is even the lead singer in a band composed of Three Palm residents. So I guess that's where they live is Three Palms. And they perform 60s music for residents once a month. But because he has agreed to leave, they no longer will be together. Aww. Aww. Band breakups because strippers and booze. And then, um, <laughs> have you ever wondered what so is the typical. most? Yeah, have you ever wondered what is the most distinctive killer in your state? Is it shark attacks? No, and uh, like in Texas, <laughs> tuberculosis is the most distinctive what? killer in Texas. I was I like shocked I when TV I heard that. Was gone. Me I too. Well, I knew it was still like around, but not like mm-hmm. I mean rare or something. And mm. let's see. Um. Wow. California's most uh, distinctive killer is hyperplasia of the prostate. Oh, I thought it would be I thought it would be like lung cancer or emphysema because of all the smog there. I don't know. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Florida is human immunodeficiency virus, HIV. Huh. Hmm. Probably from crazy. all the shared needles from all the heroin that's going around down there from all the that all the Cubans are smuggling Attacks in. from Mickey Mouse. The he bites <laughs> people. In Louisiana, the most <laughs> deaths are caused by syphilis. Mickey Mouse carries AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alaska has the most, most deaths from water, air, and space. And other... This is and other and unspecified transport accidents and their... So I can't even see what that says. Darth syphilis. Sequ- protection you should have used. Sequela? It's sequi- what? Sequela? Sequela? Yeah, that's the what sequoia? it says. Uh, sequela? Oh, sequelude? What? No, sequela. Mm. Um, let's see. Nevada is discharge of firearms and undetermined intent. Uh, let's see. Oklahoma. You would think it would be tornadoes. It is other acute ischemic heart disease. What is that? All right. Who is K? K is South Dakota. And they die from fl- the flu. Huh. Hmm. Um, that doesn't surprise me how cold it is there. That in North Dakota. In in Hawaii, they die from other nutritional deficiencies, which brings me to the question, is it because of all the spam? Is it because of all the spam? That's (laughs) what I was going to say. Spam, the silent killer. And actually, Jesse just went to Hawaii last week, and guess what he got from McDonald's for breakfast? Spam. Yeah, a breakfast plate with spam on it. And they have me a spamish woman. They have actual, um, and I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. They have little gas stations on the corner that serve spam sushi in Hawaii. Wow. All over. That's one I've of their. I've never even tried spam. Yeah, they eat spam all the time there. It's like one of their main staples. We actually had spam tomatoes and noodles for dinner last night. We sure so did. did. Her they, recipe. Do they get scurvy? Is because all they that's eat spam? But you would think because that's of from the lack of vitamin C, though, isn't it? Mm. That they well, that's probably like scurvy. a misconception, like us riding on horses, though. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's you think all the fresh fruit, like the coconuts, every day. And yeah, just like any time, every time you exit a plane from DFW Airport, it plays the themes from Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. And I'm not going to name them all off because, honestly, I can't pronounce some of these. Like, <laughs> atherosclerosis is, I guess that's how you say it. And, um, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> I just want to know about Texas, and Texas was tuberculosis, and I'm like, I can't believe that we're dying of tuberculosis in Texas. Don't we have medicine for that? I don't know. A lot of people smoke here. I I know that that when I went to hair school that we had to get get tested for tuberculosis. Really? Yeah, because you work with people all the time to do their hair. And every year people die from getting tongue-tied from trying to pronounce these weird diseases. Yeah, right? (laughs) I think you're just done reading because all these big words are making your mind explode. (laughs) Oh, you think I don't understand big words, huh? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, let's call an end for this debacle for this week. Once again, I'd like to thank our guests, I Happy Am, for being here, being our first musical guest at that. Thank you. Yes. And where can... Where can anyone who is listening find you guys? We're on Facebook. Uh, fans, or, I'm sorry. <laughs> Facebook.com <laughs> slash I happy am. 
And which, we and we are also on Bandcamp, which is ihappyam.bandcamp.com. And then we are also on Twitter under iHappyMBand. We are on Instagram under iHappyMBand. And I think we're on YouTube on the same thing. iHappyM or iHappyMBand, okay. one of and, the two. And can people find your digital downloads on your Bandcamp sites yes, and whatnot? Yes, yes. So that's going to be on the Bandcamp. And actually, I'm working on, I've been doing some web design, trying to work to get a site up for everything. So I am almost almost have that wrapped up. Cool. And for those of you on Facebook, I suggest searching on Google for their Facebook page because if you do in the actual Facebook page, it'll give you everything else but their band name. I know this from experience. <laughs> That's yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be uh, Pharrell Williams or. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, a little ghosty. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I found it. Um. Also, I just want to say real quick. Yeah. Um. The poem that I Happy Am is. Uh, Named after is Infant Joy, if anybody wants to look yeah, that up. Also, it, yeah, good. check out William Blake. Um, he's a cool po- poet and artist. He's very inspiring to our music. Well, awesome. All right, everybody. Well, th- once again, we're going to close it out with one of their songs. This one is called Flying Machine featuring Zach on the theremin. For those that don't know what a theremin is, it's that weird, freaky instrument that looks like an old school ham radio antenna and it goes well that's my impression of it at least (laughs) you'll be hearing that shortly until then if you'd like to be a guest and you're local to the dfw area you can always drop me a line at fujiwa at gmail or at robotunerpodcast.com and music trivia buffs if you have any questions that you want to stump the robotuner on fucking send them send them to shelly damn it S-I-U-X-S-H-I at RoboTunerPodcast.com. Crush my my musical genius ego, please. I invite anyone to do so. <laughs> Nobody smacked you on your ass last week? We weren't supposed to talk about that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Was I even here? I wasn't even here most of last week for anyone to smack me on my ass. Right. <laughs> I'm not even going with this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'd like to give a shout out to my other brethren in the podcast world. Jerry Jones to Massacre, Whiskey Boy Radio, Funky Town Podcast, Atypical DFW Podcast, Digital Frustrations, Brad Reviews and Album, Broke Apocalypse, We the Gamer, and finally The Ned Files out of Buena Park, California. Until then, we'll see you next time. Here's I Happy Am with Flying Machine, Red Pants. For the things that you had, you said you wouldn't come back, but I heard your food fall on my porch. And I'm not a thing, I am a flying machine, and I will orbit the earth before too long. And I felt lies into like splinters. Send all praises, critiques, and death threats to Fujiwa at gmail.com. That's F-U-J-I-W-A-H at gmail.com. Copyright 2015, Fujiwa Entertainment. All rights reserved.